and welcome to Money Files. I'm Keena Newell from Wealth Over Now. I work every day with professional women and solopreneurs to help them get out of financial overwhelm and shame so they can experience more flexibility and ease with their finances. Are you ready to gain confidence and learn to manage your finances intentionally? Tune in and grab financial tips that will help you master the way you think about and manage your finances. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Money Files. Last week, I released season two, and I shared three episodes back to back with you, and I hope that you had an opportunity to listen to all three of them. If you did, congratulations. Welcome to episode four. If you didn't, go back and listen to those first three episodes, and if you enjoyed them, I would ask that you go to Apple, leave a review, share this podcast with some friends because we are transforming relationships with money this year. We're not just budgeting this year. We are going to transform your relationship with money and we want to move you beyond the cycle that you're in when it comes to managing your finances. I want you to be able to think flexibly when it comes to your finances. This is not just about creating a spreadsheet. It's not just about getting to the goal of having $1,000 in a bank account or not using your credit card. It's not about being restrictive. It's about tapping into expanding your mindset about money and tapping into possibility, things that you never knew you were capable of. I actually am going to read you guys something because this, I think, perfectly encompasses how I want every single client to feel. If you listen to season one, there is an episode with my client, Lene. I don't know what episode it is. But go back, look for Lene, L-Y-N-A-E. And today she left me a review on Google and it says, working with Kina at Wealth Over Now has been one of the best investments I made for myself. She helps me with financial visioning and planning so I can meet goals that I didn't even know I had for myself. Not only did she help me with personal finances, like paying off all credit card debt while creating an emergency fund, she also helped me plan for leaving my full-time job so I can expand my small business. She motivates me and is one of my biggest financial cheerleaders so I can continue to grow my small business and find opportunities to create more wealth. Guys, this is what I want for you, to be able to realize goals that you never knew you had because you're in what I would call like financial smog. I just made up that word a couple weeks ago because that's what I feel like you're in when you are focused on like, I need to pay down debt. I'm really bad with numbers. When that is the only thing that you can think about, You can actually see what's beyond that. And transforming your relationship with money helps you see what's beyond that smog. And sometimes, you know, it can be listening to a podcast or maybe it means actually investing in coaching so that you can get the support that you need. Like Lene did. Lene paid off over $9,000 worth of credit card debt while we were working together. She um, went down to part-time in her full-time job and was able to Uh, lean into her business and creating more income there and also creating time flexibility. She's thinking about investing in property and she couldn't see any of that when she started working with me. Like that is what I mean when I say transform your life, transform your relationship with money. I want you to have a budget. Budgets are good, but I want you to have more than that. So I'm off my soapbox now just wanted to drop that there. And I think that'll lead nicely into what I want to talk to you about today. So in episode three, I talked to you about financial values. 
Before I ever start working with clients um, and we start looking at numbers, or I should say before my clients and I ever start looking at numbers, I want to get to know them and I want to get to know what's important to them. And so one way that we do that is looking at financial values. And then we also start to define some goals. When people come to me, they're like, I don't know what my goals are, or their goals just aren't very specific. They may not be realistic. And I want them to take the time to think about their values and their goals, because it's going to shape how they spend their money. And it's going to shape how they think about even like their current job or the role of the money in their business. Like we want to be able to consider all of those things. So like I said, episode three, I talked about value. So if you haven't listened to that episode, go back there. And today we're going to talk about financial goals. So as I was preparing for this episode, I thought about a book that I read a long time ago when I was actually still in education. It was called Great by Choice by Jim Collins. And I flipped through it really quick before I was writing my notes for this podcast episode. And one of the notes that I wrote in this book says, shape events, don't just react to them, create the future. And when I read that, I was like, yes, that's why we need financial goals. You're not just going to stumble upon the results that you desire to create. You actually have to shape in your life financially what you desire to create. And that's how you're going to create your future. When you set like these clear goals for yourself, you can even call them milestones, then you're actually going to have something that you're working towards. I wasn't able to leave my full-time job last January just because I said I wanted to leave my job. No, I had to have milestones in place. I had to know how much did I want in savings? How much did I want to be making in my business before I felt comfortable actually telling them, hey, I'm resigning. Here's my two weeks notice. I didn't max out my retirement just by saying, oh, I want to max out my retirement. No, I had milestones in place. I thought about, okay, well, right now I can do 5%. Then I can do 6%. What percentage does it actually mean to max out my retirement when I think about the 19500 that it was in, in 2020 or 2021? And this year it's $20,500. So like, what does that mean if I want to max out my retirement? I didn't just have an emergency fund that was built overnight. Like I had to have milestones that were in place. I had to think about how can I use my income that I have in order to save $50 every single paycheck, save $100 every single paycheck, save $500 every single paycheck. And the reason that I had those milestones is because I was able to think about what financial goals I wanted to set for myself. And I want you to be able to think about that for yourself. If you haven't taken the time to really think about what do I desire to create in my life, this podcast episode is for you to think about what do I desire to create in my life. And I don't want you to think about, oh, but I don't make that much money. Oh, I'm not sure I can do that. I'm not asking you how much you have or don't have. I am asking you to sit in possibility to think about what do I desire to create. And I want you to think about this in a way that allows you to plan backwards. So when I do this exercise with clients, I don't ask them to, hey, tell me where you want to be in the next month or two months. No, I ask them, what do you want to create? Like, what do you want life to look like when you're 80 years old? 
And if you stop and think about like, have I ever thought about what type of life I want when I'm 80 years old? Think about it. I know for myself, I think about wanting to be financially healthy. And when I think about that financial health, and just so you guys know, I've I've thought about this probably a little bit more than you have, but I think about being able to have long-term care if I need it. I think about being able to help my nieces and nephews. If I'm married, I want to like be in a financial position that I could help my spouse. I want to think about being able to like travel. And I don't want to have to think about, I don't, I don't want to think about money, basically. I want to be financially healthy. So that's what I want life to look like when I'm 80. Now, I'm going to ask you to pull back from 80 years old. And if you know that that's what I want life to look like, what does that mean for what I need to be doing right now? Where do I actually want to be five years from now? Where do I want to be a year from now? Where do I want to be six months from now? So like I said, I like to think about this backwards, probably because I was in education and I really enjoy backwards planning. I'm like, okay, if this is where you desire children to be at the end of the year, this is what it means they would have to learn month to month. (laughs) But the same I think is true when it comes to our finances. We have to think about what milestones would we be hitting in different increments of time. It doesn't mean that those milestones can't shift, but if we've never conceptualized the things that we desire to create, then what are we actually working towards? You actually need a picture of what you desire to create for you to work towards that. And that applies for your personal finances. It applies for your business finances. If you think about five years from now, so I'm going to ask you, if you haven't done it already, think about where do you desire to be when you're 80 years old? What do you want your life to feel like? What results have you actually created, right? And then think about five years from now. So what I ask clients to do, what I would ask you to do is like really think about five years from now. If you're listening to this podcast in real time, it's January, 2022. So in five years from now, it'll be January, 2027. Like how old will you be? Like, what do you want life to look like in five years from now? When I did this for this podcast, I was thinking about like, in five years from now, I would actually really like a new house. That is something that I would say is a goal for myself in five years from now. I'd like a million dollars in retirement. Then from five years, I want you to think about what do you want to create a year from now? How old will you be? What do you want life to feel like? And what results will you have created? So in a year from now, it'll be January, 2023. And with my clients, I love to see like, wow, what a difference a year makes because a year of really working towards your finances is night and day difference. My client, Brent, I was actually thinking about him and realized that it was about a year ago that we started. And I was like, dang, what a difference a year makes. Because in that year, he's increased his salary by $18,000. He's paid down debt. He's built a self-concept of someone who knows how to manage his finances well. He doesn't have this like emotional relationship with money anymore. Like it's, he's taken the emotion out of his finances. 
But going back to you in a year from now, think about January of 2023. What do you want to achieve? What does life look like? What results have you created? Are you traveling? Have you paid off all your debt? Have you saved $10,000 in your emergency fund? Have you increased your prices in your business? If so, how much are they? How much money did you generate in your business the year before? So see, I'm asking you to take the opportunity to really paint the picture of what life looks like for you. Because after you identify what some of these financial goals are, we can start to align numbers in your spending plan, which we haven't talked about yet, but that's the reason that we want to set these financial goals and really be able to work backwards. They're going to work in tandem with your values and they're going to support you in creating a new level of financial awareness. And then I'm going to ask you to bring it all the way back. And I'm going to ask you to think about June of this year. Where do you desire to be financially of June of this year? Maybe you're thinking about, I want to have paid off a third of my debt. And then I would ask you, if if you said something like that, I actually want you to quantify, what does that mean? What is, the math teacher in me is like, 33.33% repeating. (laughs) What, What amount is that when you actually think about your debt, right? So let's say that you have $1,500 worth of debt, $1,500, and you said you want to pay a third of that off by June of this year. Well, that means that you want to pay off $500 by June of this year. So I want you to write, pay off my debt by $500 or pay down my debt by $500. Now that you have that level of clarity, when we go back in to think about like your spending plan, we can actually think about how much money would you need to put towards that debt to get it down by $500 in six months. And then if you keep working towards that plan, then in 18 months from now, we know that that debt's going to be paid off. It's going to provide you with a different level of clarity. If you said that you wanted to save $6,000 in your emergency fund, right? If we know that it's $6,000 and not just have an emergency fund, well, what we're going to be able to do is say, okay, you need to save $1,000 a month in an emergency fund. So if I know I'm saving $1,000 a month, we are going to actually be able to look at your numbers and say, is that realistic for you to save $1,000 a month with the money that you have coming in? Does that mean you need to generate more income? Oh, you have extra income that's already coming in. Okay, how are we going to use that extra income to work towards this goal? So when you have clarity around what you desire to create, you can push yourself to be specific And then we can be realistic in what's really possible. And now we're going to be able to have like milestones and benchmarks to work towards over time. And this is where when I talked about in those beginning episodes of building like your financial self-concept, you're going to be able to celebrate the wins that you have along the way. The wins that don't have to look like, oh my goodness, I saved $10,000. I've paid off all of my debt. 
because we're going to set milestones that look like financial goals for you in between the big goal of paying off $10,000 worth of debt or saving $10,000. We're going to have goals that we're going to be able to celebrate before we get to that point. So when I'm talking about you creating financial goals, I'm doing it in a way that I want you to think about where's the big picture where I desire to be when I'm 80 years old? What does life look like? What milestones like in those other buckets am I hitting five years from now, a year from now, six months from now? What milestones am I hitting? And then finally, we get to come back to like this six month bucket and say, okay, when I create my financial plan, what is going to need to be in place so that I can see these goals be achieved? And then in six months from now, once you've achieved those goals, we then get to go to your one month bucket and reassess because now those one year goals become six month goals. And like, that's how the process continues. And once you hit your six month goals, like when I think about Lene, the client that I was telling you about earlier, in the very beginning, like her goals were pay down debt, have a thousand dollars in savings what some may call like small goals, but those smaller goals have helped her compound her results over time. She was able to leave her job. She's been able to pay off $9,000 worth of debt. She's been able to increase the prices in her business so she could see that like money has purpose in her business and the purpose of the money in her business is to take care of itself, but also be able to pay her on a bi-weekly basis and push her closer to her goals. So if you haven't set financial goals for this year, maybe you have already set financial goals and you have a big goal to like pay off all your credit card debt. I want you to poke holes in it and really think about how specific have I been? Is there an opportunity for me to be more specific? What milestones will I hit along the way? How are these goals going to show up in my budget? If when you're doing this exercise, you think about being stuck or you're like, Kina, I don't know what I want to be doing in five years. Don't get bogged down in that because this is literally just you massaging your financial muscle to set a vision for yourself. That's how I think about financial goals is you setting a vision for yourself. And once you have that vision on paper and you start working towards the first part of it, which is the six month goals, things are going to evolve. You're going to have questions that you start to ask yourself. Things are going to come up as you start your journey and you're going to be like, oh, well, maybe this is true now. Or that's prompting me to think about maybe I want to actually apply for new jobs because I desire to earn more money. But now you're going to be asking different questions. You're going to be asking yourself, what do I need to prep for these goals? Maybe I need to have more financial conversations. Maybe I need to actually invest time in in reading a book. Or maybe I desire to actually go back to school. Your financial goals don't just have to be about saving money and paying down debt. Thank you so much for listening to Money Files. If you're ready to take the next step to reach your financial goals, head to www.wealthofrenow.com backslash appointment and let's get started.